0: Welcome, everyone, to the Torah Daph Yom Yishior. Today's shiur is Daf Nun Zayin. We will begin on Nun Vav Bet at the two dots, about six lines on the bottom of the page. The Mishnah had said, V'hizah ala parochet arum After Kohen Gadol is finished with sprinkling his blood of the pot in the Kodesh Hashim, followed by the blood of the Seir in the Kodesh Hashim, he now comes out and takes... The blood of the par, and he sprinkles it towards the parochet, which is keneged from the outside. On the outside of the parochet, he sprinkles it on the parochet. Tanur Pasuk says, moed." The pasuk says, "And so you should do to the oil moed." Now, this pasuk. that's what you do to the oil moed what does it come to teach you it's coming to teach you the same way you sprinkle inside that's how you have to sprinkle outside we're making a connection to tell you that you have to mimic the sprinkling in the Kodesh kodashim when you sprinkle it on the Parochet just like when you're inside in the Koli Hashim, it's one up and seven down from the Dama Par so too in the Echel it's one up and seven down and just like inside it's also one up and seven down from the Dama Seir so two in the Echel from the Dama the Mishnah continue, the continues, the B'right continues, HaShokhen Itam Betokhtum Atam, Afilu B'Shat Shem Teme'im Ahim, This teaches that even when the Jews are Tameh, you should know that Hashem is always with them. Amalehu Tziduki Rabbi Chanina, a certain seduki told Rab Chanina the following line in order to put down the Jews. He says, HaShta B'ri Teme'im For sure you guys... Are considered Tamet ta Hashem because Hashem destroyed the Bet HaMikdash, and you got kicked out. V'tumata b'shulia b'shulia. It says about Kalisael, talking about her as a lady, that her tuma'a is clear in the the hem of her garment. A lady whose blood is dripping out of her, and you see the blood dripping on her garment is clearly Tamet. So if the pasuk refers to Kaisel as tameh, so therefore don't worry, Hashem must have gotten rid of you guys, and that's why he likes us. told him back, bahu." Look what it says about the Jews. It says, Hashokhen itam Hashem is with us even while we're impure. So yes, to b'neim, Hashem is always with us. Hashem never left us, even though yes, he did destroy the Beit Hamikdash. Now. And the Pasuk had just said, And we're learning from a Hekesh. Now there's a little problem, because in general, when you learn something from Hekesh, you're not allowed to learn something from a second Hekesh. Now, that rule is only a rule by korbanot. But by korbanot, when something is learned from a hekesh, you can't go and hekesh it to something else and learn something else from it. So we're asking now, So in other words... When you have the sprinklings that happen in the Kodesh Kodeshim, we know about those from a Hekesh, which means how do we know that it's seven sprinklings? Only because we have Hekesh from the Dama Seid, Dama So that's something that's learned from a Hekesh. And we're going to learn that from there to the sprinklings that are taking place outside the Parochet. And we're going to make a Hekesh and, and we're saying the words that we just said, which is, we're going to Hekesh that too. So therefore, we're asking now, I thought you can't do double Hekesh when it comes to Korbanot, and here you're doing a double Hekesh. Answers the Gemara. This is not a straight Hekesh. It's a Hekesh plus its own pasuk. Hekesh, and that's not considered a according to some opinions. When, when you learn something from, from not a straight Hekesh, but, but a second Hekesh, then it's okay, according to some opinions. So therefore, here too, we want to say when you're sprinkling in the in the in the Kodesh the blood. It's only coming to teach you how many sprinklings there are. We know that you have to sprinkle both the Dhammapar and Dhamma seir. Just we didn't know how many sprinklings of the Seir, so we learned it's seven from the Dhammapar. But that doesn't mean that it's completely Hekesh. And therefore, since it's not completely Hekesh, therefore it's okay to learn from there to another Hekesh to tell you what to do with to the parochet. Says That's good according to the rabbi who says that if as long as it's not a full Hekesh, it's okay. And what about according to the one who says that it is called Hekesh, even though it's has its own text, it's still called hekesh Okay. So we want to say that the second Hekesh, the one that connects the The sprinkling machine to the sprinkling in the Hechal he said we're saying we're only learning where to do it from and in the first Akesh we're learning the two different animals so therefore it's okay to have. Hekesh uh, from hekesh, as long as the focus of the hekesh is different, and as since over here the focus of one hekesh is connecting bull to goat par to seir, and the and the focus of the second hekesh is kodesh hakodeshim to the therefore it's not considered hekesh to hekesh, and it's okay. That's answer number one. When we're learning the chutz, from inside, it's all learned together. And therefore, we want to claim, since some of the halachot in the first hikish are said straight out, you're allowed to include in the double second hikish, and, and, I'm sorry, and the second hekesh is bringing those laws in, while it brings those laws in, it could bring the laws that are brought by hekesh also, which is how many sprinklings are up and down, seven and one. Okay. Tana, we learned in brighter. the B'rita. Kishu mazeh, eno mazeh ala parochet. The B'rita says when the Kohen Gadol sprinkles towards the parochet, it's specifically that, towards the parochet, but doesn't actually hit the parochet. This is a very interesting, Gemara. Okay. I saw the parochet in Rome. And I saw that on it was many drops of blood from the siir on Yom Kippur. So how could you tell me that the dam of the par was never reaching the parochet? I actually was in Rome and I saw the parochet that the Romans captured and it had on it blood. So obviously he got there. Now, an interesting story how he got there. He had gone to Rome. In Mesech and it says that he got to Rome and he wanted to get rid of a certain decree and they, they found the Shindalid uh, who helped them. He got the the officer of the Kesar Sikh, they they cured him by going through the, the, the Shindalad and he let them go into the treasury to take a reward and they ripped up the decree and they noticed the parochet where he noticed like we just said now that we noticed that he just said now that it, the parochet had bloodstains on it. So he says, what do you mean how could you tell me That there's no blood hitting it, there is blood hitting it. Okay, so again, there's two there's Tanakama in and there's a in this brighter. Uh, Ask the Gemara, we know that there's two types of Koronot, the Par Helim D'Avar Shal Tibur, this Sireh of Zara. These two Koronot, one of them we'll learn about when we get to Masechet Horayot. Um, are also sprinkled toward the parochet. Who told you where the blood was from? Maybe, how does a blessed know to disagree with Tanakama based on seeing uh, the parochet in Rome? Who cares? Could be it's from a different type of korban that oh, that, that everyone agrees gets sprinkled on the parochet. For instance, the Chaz Davidi Because he saw that it was in order, meaning it, was, it looked like achat the malav shelav the mata, and therefore... We knew that it couldn't be the part of him sibur was shatibur. We see that because those are not done like that, and therefore, Rabbi Yosef used it to prove that it was, he's wrong. If it's not na mi gav v'par ham davar shatibur ki hay gavna, we also see by the part of him that was shatibur that kishumaze lo ma lo ma nugi ma broket im nagu nagu. I'm going to be able to do this. I will tell We see that So, Rabbezah says, I also, he says, I saw it in Rome, and I saw that it also had (coughs) bloods of the Hanum Davaj. Now, last time we saw that, he said he saw that it was the blood of Yom Kippur. Now he says he's seeing the blood. He's disagreeing with this halacha and saying uh, that this also hits the parochet. And he's saying that this also I saw in Rome. Again, the same question. Has Rabbi Bibiosi said no, which one it's from? Maybe it's Yom Kippur. He saw that it wasn't in order, it wasn't and therefore he knew it was the other book. Okay. Now we're going to another completely different question. Which is, what happens if the bloods get mixed up in the kilim? The pod blood and the se'id if they get mixed up, what happens? This is what the Gemara's first question is. Rashi and Tosfat. According to Rashi, the question is that before they did any sprinklings, even the Kodesh Kodeshim, the blood got mixed, and we want to know what to do. To what understands, that, that we're talking about, if they got mixed after the Kodesh Kodeshim, before we sprinkle it toward the Parochet. Well, we'll see how it goes as we go through. Says the Gemara. If the bloods got mixed up, what do we do? Amarava. Rava says, Put one up and you put seven down, and it works for both. According to this, you do one sprinkling, one up and seven down, and since included in the blood is double bloods, one, some part, some seed, so it covers for both. That's rubber's answer for what the Kohen Gadol would have done. Of course, Rava's not in the time of the Mikdash; it's not an actual practical question, but Rava's answering what should, what could have been done. Amrua kameder deri He They said this in front of Yermia, who is a Amulah from Eretz and he disagreed, Amar, the Babylon, the people from Babylon are 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 foolish. the deity, but the since they live in a land that's very very dark. That's why they say dark things, not clear things. He's disagreeing. Hakayiv the malah the seir mekame matad how can you do one sprinkling if you do that? You're, you're doing the blood of the seir before the blood of the par. Why? Because included in every one of your sprinkling is seir blood. So some of that seir blood is being sprinkled before the blood of the par. It says that when he finishes sprinkling in the kodesh, that means you have to finish the Dhamma par before you start the seir, and if you are doing what Rebbetzin said, which is one sprinkling for both, then it comes that each sprinkle is both dam and seir, and seir got before the dam before the is is both par and seir, and the seir got before the par and it should be invalid and no good. El Amar No Tena Chat LaMalvashel Matla Hashem Par He holds like this: mitzvot need kavana. And since Mitzvot, you take the mixed blood, and you sprinkle it and you have in mind, I'm doing this for the par. Now, when you do it, so one up and seven down for the par, even though this seir blood, that seir blood doesn't count as a sprinkling because you have you have negative kavanah to work. And therefore, the kavanah ruins it. Then when you sprinkle the mixed blood the second time for the seer, you have negative kavanah to, to anti-kavanah the par. And therefore, it'll be in order, and then it's fine. That's your Bermit's way to get out of it against Rebbe. Says the Gemara. new case. What happens in Darulo Damin? Damin, What happens if the blood of the pod got mixed with the blood of the Seir Be after achat Lemala before sheva Lamata? So now, what happens? Rabba thought to say ten Do seven up, seven down for having both in mind. Then 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 do again one up and one down for the seer, one up and seven down for the seer. No, I'm sorry. Rabba thought to say, do seven down again. We did so far one up for the par then it got mixed now what do you do so our papa thought to say sprinkle seven times down have this in in, in mind for the seven times down that it's working for both par and seer. then you have to do one times up and have in mind for the seer blood and then you're good because you already did seven times down for the seer. you don't have to do seven times down for the si'ir till now they called us fools now they're called definitely we call us double fools they taught us and we didn't learn because what you're doing you're sprinkling the down sprinklings of the seir which you did together with the par you're doing that before the the, the, the up of the seir and that won't be good, because it's out of order. It says, one, it says one up and then seven down. And you're doing, seven for the for the par blood, you're doing one up and then seven down. But for the seer blood, you're doing seven down then one up. And it won't be good. Of course not. El says, rather, do seven up for the par. And then you do one up and seven down for the seer, and then it's fine. Now we have an interesting question what happens if the bloods didn't get mixed with each other like in the previous question. In this question, the bloods are not mixed, but the the signs are mixed. Let's say the Kohen Gadol's vision is not so good. And therefore, he can't see that one of them is a darker red or, or otherwise. And he doesn't know which one's which. What does he do? Now, he can't go outside. He's stuck inside. He's not on the leaf. No one's allowed to be with him to tell him. What does he do? No ten. So, if you're not sure, you do one up and seven down. Which means that you do one up and seven down from the first cup. Then you do one up and seven down for the second cup. And you do one up. And you do the same thing, one up and seven down, three times. This way, no matter what, whichever one was right, you did it right. And you have in mind that the other one is nothing. That means that every single one of the sprinklings that happen after the Quangadol lost track of which one's which must be done three times. One from A, cup A, one from cup B, and then one again from cup A in order to make sure that in case cup A. In case A is the Seir and B is the Pod, we do a second one with the Seir. What happens if part of the blood got mixed and part of the blood did not get mixed? Then what do you do? Of course you have to give it from the from the one that's for sure known. Obviously. That that's no question. Do we say that stuff got mixed? Do we say that's leftovers and should be poured down the mizbeh? Or do we say, no, it's not leftovers, which means it's, not, it's unusable ones. It's called Dichuim, pushed off ones. And therefore you put it in the Amah and you don't put it in the Yisod of The rule is that anything that got pushed off, it's unusable, goes in the Amah of the Mizbech, the canal. And anything that's usable but just not used, didn't get used, that goes to the Yisod. Is this usable or unusable? Do we say when it's mixed it's usable or it's not usable? On the one hand, you can mix use it if you have to, but do we say not? Amar Papa, Papa answers. Even according to who said that one cup makes the other one, Shira leftovers. That's only if you're allowed to do it if you want to. But in this case, the ibayi lemet of lo matziyav lo therefore it does not make it leftovers since you're unable to use it even if you want to since you have the other cup that's unmixed. You're not allowed to use the mixed cup so the mixed cup becomes and then it gets poured into the Amah it's not poured into the Mizbeach because it's not leftovers since it was unusable. That's according to opposite, Even according to one who says that when you use one cup the other cup becomes dakhui. That's if you did it on purpose. I mean, get rid of it on purpose, which means it happened on its own. Therefore, it doesn't become dakhui, and therefore you could smell it on his back. He's disagreeing. Meaning, even the one who says that you, that when you use one cup, it does become the chuin, gets sprinkled out, that's only if you picked, selected it. But here, you didn't select it, you weren't allowed to use it, therefore it's fine. Okay. How do we know this? Let's read the Braita about the original machloket. Because we were discussing this idea as if we know about it. The like Gemara is going to actually quote it. So think about that. The Tanya, we learned in the Breitta. This is talking about the blood of the Chatat. The Pasuk before says they have to sprinkle the blood on the Yesoda Mazbech. Later it says, You pour all the blood. How do we know? That there was a Quran chatat that a guy caught the blood that came out of the neck in four different cups, and you gave a sprinkling one from one cup, one from the other cup. How do we know that they all get poured into the sword? Which means, in general, the leftover blood has to be poured into the sword. Here, when he went, the guy when the Quran went around to the four corners of Mizbech, he used sprinklings from each of the cups, each of the four cups that he put the blood into. And therefore, do we say that all four cups are considered leftovers, and therefore that we poured the sword? Or, no. So the rabbi is saying, how do we know it gets poured? Pour all of it. From so the extra word, all, that means that everything became gets poured in. You might have thunk that you should do the same thing, meaning let's say that Kohan didn't pour from all four cups. He poured from one of the cups on he sprinkled from one of the cups on all four sides of the Mizbeach. Now cup A has been sprinkled. Cup B, C, and D have not been sprinkled. You might have thought that when we're pouring into the, into the Mizbeach, we should pour in A, B, C, and D, because since I poured from A, they all become leftovers. No. kodom et tamoyishbuch. In this case, the A, A, cup A gets poured into the Yisod and the rest gets and gets pushed into the amah. That's according to Tanakama. Omer. How do you know if he accepted the blood in four cups? They all go into the Yisod. Even though you, go, even though you did only one of them. Even though you only, according to Elizabeth and Elizabeth and Elizabeth, even though you only used cup A, A, B, C, and D all get poured into the soda, none in the, none in the ama. How do we know? It says all the blood, meaning even the ones that you didn't use. So it's a machlok. So we're saying now. What does he do with Pasuk et Tamashpoch? sounds like only the dam from A and not from C, B, C, and D will answer. We're telling you, when we say et damo, meaning only it's dam and not the blood that's still in the neck, but any blood that came out into any A, B, C, and D, they all get poured on the back. We're going to stop over here at the words, at the bottom of the Amen.